Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's the crack? You are listening to Unforeseen, the podcast that is truly and utterly unforeseen. I'm Ross Brown, your your host, and over there is my co-host. <laughs> I nearly call myself a co-host. Over there is my co-host and producer extraordinaire and messer and finder of things on the internet, Miss Lorraine Murphy. What's cracking? Hello, hello, hello. What's the jazz? I think we need to explain the podcast a little bit more. If somebody is only dipping in right now into this What one, are you dipping into fucking number 31 for? Yeah, you're better off going back to number one. Way back to the start. If you are only joining us now, you're mm-hmm. very welcome. Yeah. How welcome. would you describe this podcast? Pull, pull a futon up, <laughs> put your feet up on it, light the fire, pull the curtains and get nice and cosy with us. Mm. Uh, how would I describe it? Uh it's my favourite way of working, which is I don't do any preparation. <laughs> you do all the preparation for me and all the slog and hard work. So you scour the internet looking for videos and things that I uh, hopefully haven't seen mm-hmm. and things that might pique my interest. And uh, we have a, we have a watch off them and I, I, I react and try and dissect them. Yeah. Uh, and then you bring me all sorts of other things like games, challenges, rap things. Yeah, it could be improv. Making ads, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of it's everything. Ba- it should be called Ross Brown Gets Thrown Under the Bus. Actually, that's, that's that a good tagline. That would be a great line. name. Yeah. Let's delete all the podcasts and start from scratch. <laughs> well, if you were listening to last week's podcast, we were talking an awful lot at great length mm-hmm. about biscuits. Oh yeah, biscuits. Very controversial. There was Very a, controversial. There was a lot of biscuit talk. Mm-hmm. And I have a present for you. Oh, don't tell me you bought me a box of fannies. I didn't bring you a box of fannies. Now, I saw a video, a video on the internet about two or three days ago, and it was Americans eating Irish snacks and chocolates and stuff. Okay. And this came up. Okay. And they fucking loved them. So much so that they were giving shout outs to the Jacobs family going, ye fucking legends, basically. Oh, wow. Okay. Is the biscuit in the middle ginger? Because they said ginger in the thing. I told you this. Okay, so we've got to rewind a little bit. Last week on the show, um, Ross admitted to have never tried a chocolate Kimberly, which in my eyes is an absolute crime. So I know, but I, I don't have... like the... I don't, I, I'm not a big fan of the J- the Jacob's line, like the, the Fanny Biscuit. Yeah, also... Which is gruesome. The it's, Mikado Biscuit. Gruesome. Yeah, a lot of people got onto us saying that they can't eat Mikado's because one girl actually, hi to Jess on yeah. uh, Instagram, she sent us a message. Jess says her granny calls Mikado Biscuits fluffy fannies. So she can never look at them in the same way. And she says they often bring him out in meetings at work, and she's like, "What in meetings? Why is that's like that's like that's like fluffy fanny? That's like if Thurless made Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> he pulled out a box of suggestive biscuits and ran his tongue up the centre of the two marshmallow pieces. <laughs> uh, uh, no thanks. And also those coconut fucking tip yeah, ones. No, not, no, not a no. Fan. We're not a fan. Of so those. already you're 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 like a salmon now. You're swimming upstream here okay. because you're dealing with somebody. Well. Pros, pros of these 
I think you'll be very happy. Industry standard because they're all individually wrapped. Oh, so, oh, we're off to a so, good start. You know, that's one box ticked. So yeah, because uh, I hate scumbags putting their fingers all over my bickets. B- your bickets. <laughs> I think you need to try one of these. And uh, how handy is that now? You've got a cup of tea and everything. Not a sponsor. No, because, they're not. Because but... as of yet, I've just slated them. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely not a sponsor. Yeah, they don't want to be a sponsor. Okay. Oh, they've got that. a little tray as well. Like they a do. Little... See, extra fancy. Okay, well, this is And also, these are pricey biscuits, so you're going to fucking They're like pricey. Them. They're pricey. These okay. are elite. Elite. Okay, now there's problems with the They always remind me of Christmas as well for some reason. Already fucking not up to scratch. What That's kind of, just how you opened what it. What level of fucking cardboard thickness are they using? It's not even a tray. It's almost like they've just wrapped it. The tray the is not the important bit. Okay, well, so far, I was... Okay, oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay, are you having one? Uh, yeah, you have really, to have yeah, one. Yeah, sure. I really yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a really bad throw. <laughs> I literally threw it at the wall beside the you. The worst throw. I'm, I'm actually a bit nervous. How could you be nervous? It's just a biscuit. Look at this. Look at the girth of that now. That is. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Look, look, at, at, the, look yeah. at the girth of it. Yeah. I, I've never heard a biscuit described in as girthy. You've never had a chocolate Kimberly before. Girthy. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Have ready? you got yours open? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Ready? Fuck a duck. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That didn't last long. Oh my god. Hey! Jacob family! Hey! Are Jacobs the ones that make the crackers? Cream crackers, yeah. Oh, they're really good crackers! <laughs> what do you think? It's very sticky. That's not that sticky. A little bit fills up your mouth like it yeah. gets clacky. Girthy, man. I don't know. You better have another one, I just be- uh, do you know to be what? sure. The first one was kind of like, do you know when you, like, you're kind of like, yeah. you stick it in, you don't really know the what you think about it. The adrenaline was going, you know. <laughs> you know you stick the girth in, you don't really know how you feel about it. You're going to go, come back Tuesday, hang on. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah. This is, um, this is a cake. Yep. It's well, It's yeah. our biscuit. It's our biscuit, isn't it? Well, it would be in a tin of biscuits. You know when you get the kind of like selection? Oh it used to be anyway. Would it be really bad if I ate one, all of them in one night? Oh my God, it's fucking unbelievable. The fucking endorphins now that are fucking dopamine hits that are going through my body right now. Oh my God. So good. Oh my God, that's the... How, I see, this is why... Can I tell you something? That's the fillet steak of biscuits. Oh, what a way to describe them. It's like a fillet steak. It's like a big fucking thick old fucking girthy fillet steak. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm, see, I told you. I've got a bit of a biscuit horn on. You do. Me. You do. <laughs> I, can't I stop, knew. I can't stop licking my fingers. It was just annoying me all week. I said... Wow. I know he's going to like a chocolate Kimberly and I can't understand how you haven't had one. Oh my God, almighty. Mm-hmm. What have I been missing? What else have I been missing? Oh. <laughs> wow. And on that note, it's time to get stuck into this week's Another podcast. Another biscuit. Oh. <laughs> no, no more biscuits for now.
Maybe next week we'll, we'll come up all with something. Right, or right, just some pink right. wafers or something next week. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. This first video that I found, I'm actually not going to tell you a single thing about it. Oh, I want you to experience this. Okay. Yeah. So it is, it is a longer video than normal. Okay. But you need to watch all of this, I think, to get the true experience okay. of this. So I'm not okay. telling you a single thing. You just need to... By not bigging this up, you're kind of bigging this up. Yeah, a little all bit. Right, all right, let's go. I'm Dan Aykroyd. Since childhood, I have been fascinated with the invisible world. A world which can help us get through life if we know how to draw upon its power. A world serving positive projections, wherein you use your own personal, mental and spiritual abilities to believe and subsequently make true the things that you want to happen for yourself. I love Dan Aykroyd. Uh, Ghostbusters. The writer of Ghostbusters as well. He wrote the... Uh, uh, his parents wrote, his dad wrote a book on the paranormal as well. His parents and his grandparents were involved in the paranormal. Psychic mediums, ghosts, all that kind of stuff. Massively into it. So he was into it. It was the family business. And then he wrote Ghostbusters. It was 600 pages long, I believe, when he first wrote it. A normal movies meant to be 90 pages. He wrote 600 oh pages. God. They were in space, in spaceships. Ghostbusters were like plumbers. They were everywhere. And it was off the fucking wall. And then someone else had to come in and be like, we need to rain this the fuck in. <laughs> Netflix, the movies that made us. That's the episode I watched uh, the other week. Oh, right, yeah. okay. Uh, and it was originally meant to be Dan Aykroyd. Which one? John or Jim Belushi? John Belushi. The one that was in Blues Brothers that died. John Belushi. And Eddie Murphy were supposed to be the three original Ghostbusters. So no Bill Murray. No, there was no <gasps> Bill Murray. No Egon's character. Although at the same time. It would have worked. I could see it that. 100% yeah. would have worked. They're all on Saturday Night Live together. They're all fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, it would have worked. But uh, yeah, that's that's how it turned out. All right. Uh, so I know this is going to be paranormal stuff anyway because he's mad into this shit. Mm. Uh, and uh, he's very knowledgeable about it. Isn't he? Also healing, miracles, the presences of spirits and beings once living now gone into another life, but who continue to intrude into our waking consciousness by, for instance, haunting people or places. The implicit potential indestructibility of the soul must concern us. All of the foregoing are actual elements in our existence. Over half of the world believes in such phenomena. Excuse me, sorry, sorry, oh sorry, God. sorry, Dan. Wow. Uh, see the way, he, see how eloquently he talks about it. Like, yeah. he, like he puts three or four big words together. And, and immediately I'm like, this guy knows more than me anyway. I kind of I kind of have to take a, a second to figure oh, yeah, out you, what he's it, saying. He, he's, he's like the audio version of having to go back and read a page of a book that you've already he's, read. He's thrown a thesaurus at us here. Yeah, like, yeah. indestructible elements of the... There are plenty of photographic and audio materials, both conventional and digital, and also some trace physical evidence, which support the premise that ghosts, UFOs and their occupants, plus other non-worldly presences exist. Fucking, I fucking love this stuff. I love conspiracy things. Not even conspiracy things, but just like, I love Bigfoot. I love the Loch Ness Monster. I love UFOs. I love ghosts. I just love all that shit. I just love it. I just think it's, I just love the mystery, particularly UFOs. I, I just love Dan's uh, cadences when he's talking. It starts. Yeah, yeah. He's like a, he's like he's like a coked up cabin crew member. What was I going to say? I love the way that was well that they filmed this in just a disused empty restaurant. They haven't opened yet for the lunch, and they're just like, "Can we get in between nine and one?" They're like, "All right." Grant, and he's completely blown out by the fucking sunlight behind him. They indicate a supra form of reality as valid as our normal reality. But there is no jar of ectoplasm, and no one oh. will show us the bodies from Roswell. We've had nothing to touch until now. <gasps> this is an accurate glass rendering of... 
This is his gas company. He owns. I know this. I know that. Is this because he's saying spirits? Is he saying spirits about this? Because look at these spirits. Uh, he owns this because I remember I saw an episode of the Joe Rogan podcast where he was on it. I listened because I love Dan Aykroyd and he gifted Joe Rogan this vo- it's vodka, isn't it? It's mm. vodka in a skull in a skull. A human glass. skull designed by my friend, renowned American portraitist and landscape painter John Alexander, whose most recent exhibitions include showings at the American Wing of the Smithsonian Institution in Washington, D.C., and at the Houston Museum of Fine Art in Houston, Texas. Okay, we get it, Dan. He's good at his job. Come on. <laughs> it has been constructed to our demanding specifications after more than two years in development by one of the leading glass manufacturers in Europe, Bruni Glass. Okay. Is your man's surname Glass? <laughs> Bruni Glass. <laughs> Isn't that amazing how people grow into their names? Like. Yeah, these sex toys were made by our good friend Brendan Dildo. <laughs> <laughs> According to Bruni, no one has ever attempted to make a bottle of such quality and complexity as I hold in my hand. The obvious question is, why did we do this? John and I have always been avid researchers on the subject of the legendary 13 crystal heads, which have been unearthed at numerous locations and at various times on our planet. These are the crystal skulls that they based the last Indiana Jones movie on, which was a crock of shit. But the crystal skulls, these these crystal skulls are are synonymous, and they're also tied to extraterrestrials. That there's mm-hmm. these fucking yeah, fucking. The story goes that thirteen crystal heads have been found in places varying from the Yucatan Peninsula Papua in Central Guinea. America to the American Southwest in New Mexico, and also in Tibet. Tibet. There are now seven heads known to be in mankind's custody: Mitchell Hedges in Ontario, Canada; Smithsonian Institutions exhibits one and two. The British Museum piece, Max in Texas, the cross in Mexico City, and one currently owned by a woman in the Southwest who claims that she had to finally put it in a closet after he or she began speaking to her. (laughs) It was all going so culturally. (laughs) And a woman woman who claims she had to throw it into the closet. (laughs) Imagine if that was a gay alien. And then eventually he's like, I'm back in the fucking closet. <laughs> Scientists estimate that it took between 300 and 500. I mean, I, I can't believe I passed by the opportunity to say Galian. But anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> years to carve one of these heads from a single piece of quartz. However, in tests conducted on the Mitchell Hedges head by Hewlett Packard Labs in the 1960s, they could find... The printer company. Hewlett Packard. Yeah. Is that the printers? Yeah, yeah, HP. Yeah, what, why are they fucking... <laughs> Why are they dissecting crystal skulls? He's saying so, so much. much. So much. He so much. Here. It's almost like he's a gatling gun of information. <laughs> he's just like banana skins and dead people and people down in the mid southwest. You the pack out. There's a cherry orchard inside my face. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Dan. Slow the fuck down. Slow the fuck down. A barista stole my penguins. <laughs> <laughs> this is like George Bush's shock and awe in verbal form. No discernible tool marks on the head to show how it was carved. <laughs> Equally fascinating is that according to both physicists and jewelers, these heads show... Physicists <laughs> and jewelers. It's like Stephen Hawking and H. Samuel. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson and, and Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> Physicists are like, I mean, there, there is actually no indentation to show that there is any parameter breaks around it. And then the jeweler's like, and it's lovely and shiny. 
did not exist, but should have shattered in the course of making them. The Mexican Day of the Dead is an example of how in Latin America the skeleton is celebrated as an icon representing life beyond our corporeal existence. Can you just describe for people Carporeal listening now? Corporeal existence, that's lovely. What's happening, what you're seeing here? Because he's spitting a lot of words uh, he's here. Just there fucking... is a lot coming at us here. <laughs> so yeah. just tell us a little bit about what So what he's, hol- he's holding the, the, the glass bottle of his vodka, which is a skull, a glass skull. And it looks class. Mm. Like it does look class. Um, and now we're, look, we're, we're, now we're being shown images of the, um, what is it? Is it called... Uh, uh, Diaz del uh, Fiesta del Morte. Was oh, that the, the, the Mexican? Yeah, yeah, and they all wear those skull, mm. those skull masks and headpieces as well. And he's basically talking about these crystal skulls and the fact that they shouldn't have been able to be carved or anything because they should have shattered. And he's surrounded by, I'd say, a couple of hundred of them behind him. He's got a load of them. The bar is fully stocked. The empty the, restaurant. The bar of the empty <laughs> restaurant is fully stocked <laughs> with only his drink. Like there mm-hmm. isn't the bottle of Hennessy in the background or anything. If you go in there. And you're like, can I have a pint? They're like, a pint of Crystal Skull Vodka? Like, that's all there is. Now, the, the bottle is cool, but it also looks like it's an class. elaborate Halloween prop. No, I think it looks classy. I think it looks classy. I would definitely put that in, like, a study. Do you know? Mm. Like, next to, like, a, a gramophone or something. Okay. Yeah. Unusual. Yeah. Okay. Feast day, the dead are held to return and commune with the living. It is in this spirit that we brought our project this far. We now have a touchstone and replica, which allows us, if we wish to connect to the message of the Crystal Head's purpose on Earth. So he's saying his bottle of vodka can get you in contact with the Crystal Head's, the real ones. It, that's what it sounds like. He's, he's saying that this is a touchstone, yeah. a replica. It's a connection. And this, you might have to put this in the wardrobe as well because <laughs> we're fucking talking to you. The enlightenment of humankind to the spiritual awakening, which can occur in all of us, and the acceptance that there is more to life than mere material reality. Now, what to put in a bottle laden with such symbology and iconographic value. A lot of gas. Such a symbol which speaks to our own common universality should have joy associated with it, shouldn't it? Mm, Yes, it should. Also, since we are challenging traditional belief with the legend, the project should have a challenging aspect to it as well. We have this mystic symbol in which we have chosen to enclose joy in the form of a very pure alcoholic beverage. Which beverage, however? I don't know, Dan. You own the fucking company. It's not fucking Kiora anyway, I can tell you that much. <laughs> Is he going to talk about vodka as fucking convoluted as he talks about crystal skulls? Like, a man stands over a vat with a big spoon. But what is he stirring? We can only be stirring the incense of our own mortality. I've realised it's a priest is what he reminds me of. It's that kind of priest delivery. That is Isn't what he... It? Yes, it is. It's priest delivery. And of course, we must ask ourselves... Where do we go after we die? But of course, the answers are amongst us, even though we cannot see them. <laughs> also, what is going on with this? This is the uh, word of the Lord. <laughs> with this camera that's going on, it's kind of like this uh, vignette. And also, when you. Oh, when, it is actually. When it yeah. was like zooming across the, the different bottles, it was kind of like spotlight. You know that James Bond yeah. opening? Yeah, the, 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 the crosshairs of the gun thing, the scope. Yeah. yeah. What? I don't what? know. And, and also, they've got the worst crossfading ever. <laughs> It's like they don't even just cut or anything. They literally just have like, oh, there's two Dan Aykroyds and I'm drunk and I'm back to normal. Yeah, it's really bad editing. Like, it's like if you put as much into the editing as you did into the fucking Crystal Skull fucking dude who was in the Smithsonian. I know all the information now. You do, you do retain some of the key words. Only the most challenging arena in the legal recreational consumables industry. 
Jesus Christ, man. He's talking about it like it's the fucking, like it's gladiators on ITV. It's just a bottle of vodka. 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 <laughs> Why another vodka? Because we have an opportunity to do something different and indeed enlightened in this category. Since we are encouraging discussion on matters of spirit, we yep. must do so in an earnest, heartfelt, and credible manner. The liquid in these bottles must be the purest as is achievable. Not water then. No, vodka. <laughs> to tell you how we did achieve this, I'm going to turn you over now to my... To Egon. <laughs> <laughs> my friend Phil Power of the Newfoundland Liquor Corporation, where we are manufacturing Crystal Head Vodka. We chose Newfoundland because of the purity of their land and their water. Newfoundland is known in Canada as the Rock. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Reason. It's located off the coast of Canada, about a thousand miles. It, there's a place called Labrador. Yeah. Labrador. What the yeah. fuck is, is that in Canada? Yeah, it's next to mm. Quebec. Yeah. Labrador. Yeah. Class. East of New York. It's so far east, it's in its own time zone. And it is in the easternmost part of North America. Therefore, it is far away from most forms of pollution and enables us to use some of the purest ingredients possible. Here's Phil to tell you more. There, there's more to tell. Oh, Phil looks like the guy who died in the bar when they fucking closed it down. Thanks, Dan. We were very excited when you brought this project to us. In order to make Crystal Head Vodka, we use the purest alcohol available. It's not double. Avail. And they, just, and they cut them off. <laughs> they didn't even go for the apple. We've got the, we got the purest form, Avail. Edit. <laughs> Maybe he can't say apple. Maybe he was like, available. And they were like, we got to get rid of the hell at the end of available. He's also got a serial killer stare and voice. Yes, of yeah. course, I did put the bodies in the fridge, but that was the only place they would fit. Distilled. It's not triple distilled. It's quadruple distilled. That's four distilled. Just when we thought we could not make crystal head vodka any more pure, Dan came up with a suggestion. Of course Dan did. Of course he did. I, I bet you he, I bet you he did he's like let's turn a horse into a Ghostbuster car <laughs> do you reckon Phil every time his phone rang he was like it's fucking Dan it's fucking Dan, Dan again it's fucking Dan Dan's there going what if we pour the vodka through the filter of a Marlboro cigarette <laughs> he proposed filtering it through diamonds we triple filter the vodka through 500 million year old crystals no what Dan Aykroyd has access <laughs> to 500 million year old diamonds and he's wasting his fucking time trying to sell vodka in the longest <laughs> advert I've ever seen in my life. Just sell the fucking diamonds, Dan. ...as Herkimer diamonds. No one can explain why, but people who have tasted the vodka have noticed a difference, perhaps an even greater purity of spirit. Thanks, Phil. Totally <laughs> pointless. Thanks, Phil, for something I could have said myself in less time. <laughs> now, we can't, we can't explain why, but some people have said that they couldn't retain a single thing I said. Maybe it's down to the diamonds. Now, today, although the majority of vodka drinkers prefer absolutely no taste whatsoever in their beverage, we are confident that people... <laughs> Ooh, the fuck is like... I want it to taste like nothing. I just want to get fucked. I want to taste like nothing. We'll enjoy the very slight, creamy sweetness given to the tongue and palate from a serving of Crystal Head, Triple Herkimer Diamond Filtered Newfoundland. I mean, Crystal Head sounds like something you pay a hooker for as well, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I love the way he also tells you, like, he tells you way too much information. Way too he's much. Like, he's like, the sweet, the sweet taste on the tongue and... Yeah, yeah, we know where fucking taste is felt. It's like, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's like, on the tongue on, and palate. On the toe. <laughs> and deep aquifer pure spirit vodka. 
perfect as a lone shot. Chilled or served in a signature drink of the mixologist's own creation. The headstone, the headbanger. Whether you wish to explore and... He's struggling with the fucking vodka. He's like, as a, as a headbanger. <laughs> Discuss the mystical implications of your life on this amazing plane of existence or not. As you enjoy a fine premium beverage, the truth is that this is a luxury vodka in a cool bottle and at my personal request, yeah. manufactured to bring you yeah, a closer. truly non-enhanced, pure spirit. Thank you. Jesus Christ, all fucking <laughs> mighty. I mean, the last 30 seconds could have been the whole thing. Oh I have God. a vodka. It's in a skull glass. Kind of spooky. It's fucking cool. We 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 ran it through diamonds. Yeah. Like I'd be I'd be like I'm in. Yeah. No need I'm for in. Phil. No need for Labrador maps. Jesus and stuff. Christ Almighty! I mean, someone needs to put fucking Dan Aykroyd in a fucking closet and be like, he's he won't stop talking. To I me. feel like having a conversation <laughs> with Dan Aykroyd would take up a lot of your day. He's he's great. I I love him. I've got such a grow for 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 Dan Aykroyd. Let's role play right now. You're Dan Aykroyd, and yeah. we're just having. We've just met on the street. Okay. 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 Hey Dan, how are you? I haven't seen you in ages. It is a wonderful morning here with the, the sky and the and the and the clouds effervescently scanning over us as if we are some sort of beings that shouldn't be here but are here. How are you? Yeah, I, I, I suppose it's a bit cloudy out, all right. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I haven't seen you in ages. Uh, were you on holidays recently? Well, aren't we all on holidays since we're on a, a rock that is travelling through space at a vast speed? But of course, maybe this is our home. But we just don't know it's our home yet. But I'll tell you what, if you run some vodka through diamonds, then you can get closer to the answers of where we truly are in the quantifiable quantum mechanic world of knowledge. Trebulgan was good fun, so was it? It was, yeah, it was great. <laughs> Slide was fucking fast out. <laughs> I just this just blows my mind. I just love it. It's like almost ten minutes long just to tell us uh, he's got a new vodka. It's brilliant. It's but you know what though? He's very watchable and he's so likable. But I feel like I need to rewatch it and like Google all of the long words that he gave us yeah. because there was a lot of jargon in there. A lot of jargon. But anyone that's involved in the paranormal or the supernatural always uses jargon because they have to elevate themselves to like expert. Uh, status. They mm. have to, because otherwise you're just some dude just going, oh, there's fucking ghosts on the stairs. aliens <laughs> everywhere. So they always have to say stuff like, you know, inertia and stuff like that. <laughs> like, did you words. leave the inertia on? Yeah, it's fucking, <laughs> it's fucking hot water all the time. I actually looked up this vodka. Um, it's $40. Oh. Quadruple distilled to quadruple through, distilled diamonds. through diamonds. And it's 40 quid. <laughs> Are you serious? I thought I'd have to remortgage to get a bottle. I'm of pretty it. sure there's more expensive Smirnoffs. Like, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a that's an oversell if I've ever seen one. So next week on the podcast, we're starting it off with a shot of Dan Aykroyd's vodka. Oh, we should we should get we a bottle should, of actually, it. Yeah, we, we should. We should look into that. Yeah. definitely. And they won't shatter as well, according to his. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And no one will know how it was chiselled. Nobody will know. And no do you know evidence. what? I'm going to be like, do you know what? The, the, the very slight taste on the tongue and palate is much better than the no taste that I normally go for. <laughs> Let's get fucking acroided next week. <laughs> Let's we? get acroided. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on, though. I want to talk music with you now. And we're keeping okay. in this kind of celebrity vein right now yeah. because I'm after discovering a whole load of celebrities. Actors, celebrities who 
have we, bands and so stuff. We may not have known have released music in the past. Oh, well, Bruce Willis has a band. Yeah. Johnny Depp plays in bands. Yeah. Uh, I know that um, Bradley Walsh from The Chase has had numerous yeah, albums. Yeah, he has. He was number one. Yeah, Christmas number one. Yeah, he's had stuff, he's yeah. little crooner songs and stuff like that. So I've got a couple of clips lined up here for you. Mark Just Wahlberg. Oh yeah, was he was New Kids in the Block, wasn't it? Yeah, was Marky him? Mark. He was Marky oh, yeah, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. his brother in that band as well? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I Donnie, can't really remember. Donnie Wahlberg. I've got a couple of clips here for you on screen. Clip one, clip, clip two, one. clip three, four. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So smooth. Well done. You won the race. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you to have a listen to each clip. This is a game. We're guessing and try and guess which celebrity it is that's singing. Oh, this is like through the this is like through the voice hole, isn't it? Okay, through the keyhole, but like with voices, okay. Oh, okay. Let me, okay, let, oh, it's a tricky one, okay. I, I, th- I think it is the eighties. Okay. Okay. Just from just from the the kind of boom bap kind of beat and stuff like that, and the kind of yeah. So the instrumentally it sounds like it's the eighties. It's ballady, so I don't think it's going to be a very young person in the eighties. It's going to be somebody who was probably in their thirties or forties at the time. And I'm thinking it's a black person because she said, "Don't call me sister," just from the lyrics alone. Mm. So I'm thinking it might be a black actress from the. Is it? Is it? Is it Whoopi Goldberg? Is it Whoopi Goldberg? Or, no, she was a singer as well. Now, bear in mind, I didn't say we're not limited to actors. Oh, okay. Celebrities as well, I said. Oh, celebrities as well. Oh. Have another listen. She's a baby woman. Is it? Is it Oprah? <laughs> Imagine if that was Oprah. It's not Oprah. No, it's not Oprah. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Um... I'll give you another clue. It's from 1994. Oh, 90s. Mm. Okay. Jesus. I don't think you're going to get this. At Do you all. not think so? No. Hang on. Let me give me give me one more guess. Am I right in thinking it's a black woman? Yeah. From the 90s. Like, think of 90s celebrities. Yeah. Who would have been like, what area would have been? Naomi Campbell. Yes! Yes! Wow! Yes! Fucking get in. Wow! Oh! I'm so impressed with that. <laughs> yeah, 1994, she released an R&B album that so was it's called... Not that, it's not bad. It, it just sounds a bit 80s though. Baby Woman was the name of it. Baby Woman. Um, it was her first and only album that Oh no, she won't hit wonder. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think she was a, a, a one hit wonder. I don't think that was much of a one hit. One song wonder. Yeah, I don't even think it was a wonder. I think all it was right, just, just a one song. Just Jesus Christ, knock her when she's down anyway. Fucking <laughs> hell. She's all right. She's trying be fair. her best. Like. I think she's doing okay. Careful, she, I throw a phone at your head. You should go do that actually. Sorry, Naomi. <laughs> uh, clip number two. Have a listen all and right. see who you think. Oh, I fucking love this game, by the way. 80s. 
Sounds like a video game. Sounds like Star Fox or something. Jesus Christ, Sonic. Oh, Maria, Maria, my love. Jackie fucking Chan. It's Jackie yes! fucking Chan. Yes! Boom! Oh, I fucking love this game. I fucking, I go, towards the end, when it's like, I was like, that's Jackie Chan. Yeah. That's Jackie Chan. He's kind of got Morrissey vibes. He does. Doesn't he? He does, he does actually. Kind of the Smiths going yeah. on there. Yeah, Jackie Chan, this is I his song. I bet you this was also from the 90s and it just sounds 80s. This is from 1984. Okay. It's called My Maria... Maria, my love, is the name of it. Great, great. Um, Jackie Chan has released twelve albums. Fuck off. <laughs> He's got just as big a music career as he does an acting Holy career. Holy shit, Jack! Yeah. By the way, Jackie Chan, another legend. What a legend! Oh my god, Jackie Chan's great. He seems like such an affable, nice guy yeah, as well. I just love that. That's a proper bop. Like that's yeah, a proper yeah. 80s. Maria. Yeah. Um, okay, we've got another one for you. Clip number three. I'm, I'm two for two. I think you'll know this one, but I just threw it in anyway. I'm two for two. Yeah, she Never heard this song, but I think I know. Go on. Because it just reminds me of It's a gonna rain! Is it Yoko Ono? Oh no. No. No, 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 no. 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 Oh, I thought you had this. You oh, had that no. look of pride there. At first I thought, is this someone Spanish? And then I went, is this somebody Asian? And then I was like, oh, it's Yoko Ono. No. Have you ever heard of It's gonna rain? No. I gotta pull that up when we finish this game. Okay. 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 Uh, oh. Let me so, just let me just hear a little bit of it again. Yeah, yeah, Not go the whole it. thing. Go for it. And listen to the lyrics if you can. Here she comes. Better hide your slides. She'll eat it all so you have none. It's no fun. Everybody knows. She's a pizza gal. Yeah. Who the fuck eats pizza? Known for pizza, pizza. Who? I'm so fucking confused. I need some Dan Aykroyd vodka to try and connect with the spirits and ask some questions. I'm. I'm fucking completely stumped on this one. I, I'm trying to guess the race. 
that seems to have done me well so mm. far. Yeah. Because it really narrows things down, obviously. And I did quite well in Naomi Campbell. And then I did, and then straight away, as soon as I Jackie heard Chan Asian. Jackie Chan was so impressive. As soon as I heard Asian, yeah. I was like, Jackie Chan straight away. And that sounded Asian to me. That's why I thought Yoko Ono. <sighs> it's not Asian, I'll tell you that. Okay. Okay. Merkin. Okay. Is it... Is it Roseanne Barr? No. Oh. Also, not a woman. Oh! 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 She's a pizza guy. Who eats pizza? Okay. Who's known for pizza? It, they aren't quite known for eating pizza. Okay. Um, I'm, fucking, I'm so They're I'm raging, iconic. Though. They are iconic at Christmas time. Christmas time. McCauley Culkin. Um, your man, uh, fucking David Attenborough's brother. Rewind. Um, Rewind. Older. Rewind. Dudley Moore. You have Macaulay said it. Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. That's Macaulay Culkin. Fuck. What? That's uh, that's his band, Pizza Underground. Um, they got together, I'd say it was probably like mid, I think it was around maybe 2014, 2015, the Pizza Underground got together and they're, they've been touring. It's, it's kind of like a Velvet Underground tribute act, but with pizza Pizza themes. references. Why did you think I was going to get that straight away? Because you had a look on your face that you went, oh, because this was this this was a this was widely known in a couple of years ago that Macaulay Culkin had created this pizza band called the Pizza Underground. And I thought you copped it. I didn't guess. Even though I said Macaulay Culkin, it was me just going through a list of people from Christmas. And even at that, when I said Macaulay Culkin, I was like, well, obviously not Macaulay Culkin. (laughs) Yeah, that's his band. Um, All right. They are definitely. uh, Alternative. Under more of an influence than just pizza. Gotcha. Back in his, back in his... Uh, he's totally shit-faced. Back in his wilder yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally no, no, have you seen him now? Yeah, he's so cool. He's fucking, he's, and he's fucking super funny. Yeah. He's very funny, very I love his brother as well. His brother, what's his name? Oh yeah, he's in uh, Succession, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, what's his yeah, name? Yeah, he's great. Ah, he was also in Home Alone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. fucking, he's really good actor. One final one for you now. And okay. this is my favourite one. I think you're going to get it, but I don't know if you, if you know this person has okay. released music. okay. Oh yeah. Uh, uh. It's a bitch's daddy kitchen. It's a Donald Trump. It's a bitch's daddy kitchen. It's a Donald Trump. <laughs> it's the bitch's daddy kitchen. It's a bitch's daddy kitchen. Hey, hey, beat out my ass. Treat all my bras like trash. You'll catch a blast if you move too fast. I talk with class. You don't have to ask. Joe Pesci. Yes, Joe Pesci. Hang on, hang on. I want to enjoy this in the start. No, no, it's Joe Pesci. Ah! What am I, a it's fucking a clown? Am I a fucking funny to you? Ah! It's a bitch that it gets. It's a bitch that it gets. Oh, yeah! Sing it, Pesci! Beat out my ass. Treat all my bras like trash. You'll catch a blast if you move too fast. I talk with class. You don't have to ask. Getting everything by flashing cash. Fighting and stealing. Don't kill without feeling. So I went in casinos before they start dealing. All about respect and intellect. Only mess with the women that pick up the check. Two supermodels, one on each arm. One chick's brunette, the other was blonde. I heard their fathers had stocks and bonds. So I fucked them up and left them floating in a pond. <laughs> Joe Pesci bringing the fire bringing the fire oh Riggs and Murtaugh would be fucking delighted with that 
Fucking Pesci, go on. Yeah. Holy shit. Joe Pesci. Hip hop. In, in 1998, Joe Fuck Pesci off. released an album. The entire album was sung in the persona of his character from My Cousin Vinny. Oh my God. <laughs> By the way, another great movie. Yeah. Oh my God. That is just, that's the best thing I've heard all week. That's the best thing I've heard all week. Go on, you got to play it again. Can I? Yeah. It's the bitches that'll get you. It's the bitches that'll get you. <laughs> It's a bitches that it gets It's a bitches that it gets It's a bitches that it gets Can't you blast if you move too fast? I talk with class, you don't have to ask. We need to get drunk at the next podcast (laughs) of Dan Aykroyd Podcast, Kimberly Fucking Biscuits, and this album. That's all we're doing for the whole podcast. The women that pick up the check. Two supermodels, one on each arm, one chick's brunette, the other one's blonde. I heard their fathers had stocks and bonds, so I fucked them up and left them floating in a pond. Oh, Pesci, my man! That's amazing. That's, I'm so happy. I got 75% of yeah, those right. that was really impressive. Really impressive. I'm I'm super impressed. It took me a while to get the Joe Pesci voice. And I was like, I know. You know when you, yeah. when you were going, who's that? I know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And it was whatever way he said something. I was like, that's Joe Pesci. Yeah, that's a fucking, oh my God, that's a delight. I don't think we can do anymore. Nothing is going to top Nothing that Nothing is going to top that. Tonight, There's so. only one thing that is going to top that. Another. And it's another biscuit. Chocolate Kimberly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Listen, if you enjoyed the episode, tell a friend. Unforeseen podcast. Uh, just tell him to go check it out. Go back and listen to episode one and right the way through because you've missed so much stuff. There's stuff that's almost as good as Joe Pesci's bitch is going to get you. <laughs> At Unforeseen Pod on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and Facebook. Email unforeseenpod at gmail.com if you want to send us on any suggestions, like gold like that. Game ideas, challenge ideas, comments or abuse. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify. Give us five stars. Write a little thing. That always helps push us up the old, uh, get us in, in front of people's faces and stuff like that. Uh, upcoming gigs. I'm in Ballycotton. This, uh, uh, is it this coming weekend? Yeah. When yeah. it comes out? Yeah, this coming weekend. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, shows are selling out, which is great. Uh, I'm going to be in the Cork Opera House on February 17th. Uh, my special is on Amazon Prime. Ross Brown, do you know what I mean? And uh, I have a tour coming up in 2023. Loads of other gigs. Galway, Com- Galway Comedy Festival as well. At the last weekend of October. I'm going to be up there for the full weekend. Doing three days, I think. About six shows or something like that. Uh, five shows in three days. I'm all with Brett from fucking that Joe Pesci thing. <laughs> and uh, you have anything you want to plug? You have um, an album coming out or anything? Yeah, I have a new album coming out. What's called, it called? It's The Bitches That Won't Get You, Joe. It's The Bitches That Won't Get You, Joe. It's actually a diss track album. It's her. And to be yeah. honest with you, I've got Pesci's back with this. Fuck you. What, what am I, a fucking clown? <laughs> this has been Unforeseen. I've been Ross Brown. That's been Ray Murphy. Peace out, Westlife. Boom. Take it easy. Help, Joe. Boom. That's not how you... And no, that no. You can't. No, you no. really can't. No, no. God, you're mixing the two Jays. It's a bitch's daddy kitchen. It's the bitch's daddy kitchen. And the thing is, it really is the bitch's daddy kitchen. It's a bitch's daddy kitchen. Hey, hey, straight out my ass. Treat all my bras like trash. You'll catch a blast if you move too fast. I talk with class, you don't have to ask. Getting everything by flashing cash. 
fighting and stealing don't kill without feeling So I went in casinos before they start dealing All about respect and intellect Only mess with the women that pick up the check Two supermodels, one on each arm One chick's brunette, the other was blonde I heard their fathers had stocks and bonds So I fucked them up and left them floating in a pond